Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 Nobody cares. Nobody cares. I don't. I don't care. I'm cold. You see, I'm, I'm cold because I, I have the hood on. It's cold. I feel like I feel like that's your um, that's your street thug look. Like, is that how you look when you go out and troll for hookers and and try to sell fake crack to people? And what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that on episode that a guest is coming on, but okay, that's on you. That's not on me. I don't have. I don't have the. the this is the, the. This is the record only studio, so I don't have the. The crossing the streams uh, disclaimer, because uh, I'm crippled too. So it would, you know, um, it would work because they say you know if the crippled had his way, the N word would fly. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, you shouldn't play it anyway, because again, we have a guest on today, and if we expect her, uh, to, if we expect uh, her to share the episode that she was a guest on, it probably uh, isn't a good idea for you to be dropping any socially unacceptable words on today's episode. But I was going to say, I was going to say neckum. I was going to say neckum. That's what I was hoping because sometimes when 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 people of the African American persuasion when they talk they don't say you know that word they say neckum like i've neckum. never i've never heard that well I, i've seen it in some movies you know where they get all up up in your face and they get like the, the and they're like Whoa? and they just like they put their, their face up and it's like neckum Did you say a couple of minutes ago the African American persuasion? I I guess that's the correct term of calling yeah. them that, right? Not the fucking correct. That, there's nothing correct about African American persuasion. Okay, they're 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 American, but they're African. I get it. Okay, <laughs> that's correct, right? We're the all only, Americans here. The We're only all Americans that, here. 
the only thing that the black community is trying to persuade everyone on is to for equal rights, supposedly. But you know, it's really just extra privilege and special. Pri- you know what? I we're not supposed to begin into stuff like this on guest episodes. Start the show. Start the show. Start the show. Start the show. Tales from the Crypts contains topics, themes, and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers. Discretion is advised. that intro again because it's been a while since i've seen that because we were away for a month mm-hmm. and when we came back last week it was the revenge of the crypt special um right when, when you see me and i'm like that slothy type character thing i i kind of like looking at that again i kind of i see myself and i look like my uncle who killed himself before he lost weight well that's that's nice i was like i look like a fat fucking sloth person it, who it eventually, like well and eventually they lost weight but they still killed themselves because they're retarded but there you we go like, yeah you look like you're near death and in, in that quick little intro yeah i feel like i'm near death in that in that that quick little intro there i think uh you know that that that's something um you know but there's more smoke in the in the artwork there's more smoke coming from your plane if you see that there you know what i just really i don't know why i didn't think about this ahead of time i should go brilli is out in my living room i should ask her to come in and come in and be say hi on the show and all that i don't know oh, kind she's of in, she's in the living room well i'm she's so in the living she can't room, hear yeah. you huh is she is she watching anything special on the tv no i turned the tv off <laughs> So you just have her sitting in your living room, not even watching the TV. That, that, that's horrible. What are you well, doing to her, people? She's on her phone, you know. She, does it matter? They can dude, multitask. I multitask all the time. Most people who come over my house don't even, like, look at my TV. They just, like, have their face buried in their phone. Well, maybe she wants to look at your TV. I would want to look at your TV if I was there. Well, I figured I would turn the TV off so I wasn't using, like, extra Wi-Fi, you know what I mean, while I was on the show. How is your TV using – oh, that's right, because yeah. you have the – you have, like, the Philo or whatever they use for cable TV. 
Um, mainly I use my friend's sling account. A clown. A clown. Yeah, you're goddamn yeah. right. A clown. Um, I should get that friend on. I should, you know what? One of these days I'm going to ask. Her name's Taylor. I'm going to ask Taylor if she'll uh, come on one of these days. Because she lets me. I wouldn't have a goddamn thing as far as subscription services if it wasn't for her using me, letting letting me use all <laughs> of her accounts. <laughs> Well, you would if you went with the forest, man. What was that? You would if you went with the forest, man. Oh, okay. Maybe you know so what I, I just after, what I told you earlier today. I was just gonna say after that porn channel list that you listed off to me earlier today, I might change my mind. You know, I don't know, especially yeah, for the like, especially for the the perverts on patrol channel. That that one got me. I mean, that could be something real special. Um, yeah. I might actually have to check that out later this evening and see what it um, has to offer. Right. So I've my, always wondered. I wonder if I could be a pervert on patrol. Not that I am a pervert, but you, I, I, I you, wonder if I could go on patrol. Dude, you look like a typical, um, like, free candy in a van type of guy. Just dry. Like that. Like, yeah, you'd have that look on your face just like that. And you'd roll down the way like, hey, hey, kid. You want some candy? I got some candy for you. Made between you my legs. Are you 18? No? Yes. Good. Get in the <laughs> van, man. If you're under 18, get in the van. You know, I, I'm looking at myself again. And it's weird because I, I took a picture for, um, for, for Tara before. And I, I'm looking at my face. And I was high when I took the picture. But looking at my face now... Not being high, I still look like a witch. Do you, do you see, like, my chin kind of is, like, pointy. You I do. I have, like, a Bruce Campbell chin. You do. You got that, that fucking wick, wicked witch of the West look. You got the chin. I do. It's fucking weird. Like, I never noticed that before. It's like my, it's like pointy. Like, paint me fucking green and make me a witch because that's me. You know, maybe Aaron will do that for a future episode. Aaron, if you're watching this, there's your next idea. Oh, we he's want, watching. We want a fucking, um, what's that movie? Uh, Yellow Brick dude, Road. Dude, I look like fucking Bruce Campbell. Look, I look like Bruce Campbell in, in Army of Darkness. Maybe, uh, 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 maybe just the, part, just the part where he gets his face stretched, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I do. I wonder if Aaron could whip up something like that too. Put your face on the uh, on the scene where he gets his face like not all the way stretched when he first gets out of the book, but his his like <laughs> his first. Att- <laughs> Isn't that how he does it in the scene? He he. Yeah, like he he knows his face is all fucked up, and he goes <laughs> right, and his face and then his <laughs> and then it's like he does it twice, right? And then the the first time he does it, that's how your face looks. If you go to Ponderosa, please do that in the fucking restaurant. Do it. Do it. Be like this is what your food is doing to me. I'm already on the bad side of most oh. people at Ponderosa. Hey, speaking of Ponderosa, I found oh. out some shady shit about that place that I'd like to share right oh, here, God. right now on yes, the show. Please, please do. Please, so, please do. 
I know. Yeah, it is an exclusive. I swear to Christ on this. Um, yes. So for anyone, uh, I, she, and that's the thing. I don't think there's any Ponderosas hardly anywhere anymore. I think there's like just a few left in the country. Well, that, that's why, because there's shady doings going on at the Ponderosa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want to say exactly where this one's at because I don't want anyone figuring out where I live. But And you don't want it so, to close. Right, and I don't want it to close. So anyway, um, it, yeah. God, and I wish I could get someone because I know a couple of people who I guess I'm still acquaintances with. I would, oh, I'd yeah. love to be able to talk one of them and coming in to the show and just spilling the beans about Ponderosa. I mean, that would be And fun. they work there, or they did work there. Well, they did work there. Cause, oh, okay. Okay, oh, yes, right, yes, yes. okay, so let me explain. Mm -hmm. So, what is this? This is now December. Okay. So, back in October, there was a mass qu quidditch, I guess I'll call it. Like, there is a mass situation where a bunch quidditch. of people... Quidditch. Yeah. That's we'll a game. And... Well, this is the term I'm going to use. Quidditch. A mass exodus of employees. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that sounds better. Somewhere in October, there was a just a mass like not, everyone just quit at the same time and there is probably between a half dozen and a dozen people that quit out of nowhere no. um and at first i didn't want to ask like why was people quitting but it's like i after a couple of weeks i really got curious so i asked this one girl who i'm not on the greatest terms with and i also didn't even know at the time she was actually she's trying to become a manager when i asked her she gave me this look she's like like, she's like, no, we can't talk about that. And I'm thinking, like, well, that's just... I'm thinking, like, that's just going to make me more curious. Like, what the fuck is going on? So I didn't find out on that day. So a few weeks later, uh, actually right before my birthday in November, uh, I went there with a different person. We got this young server. I He was a young dude. He was... I don't even think he was 18. I think he was a kid. Um, and... You know, I think he was thinking I was going to tip him or whatever. I didn't, <laughs> but um, no. And uh, he was talking about all kinds of shit. He was talking about what his second job was. Talking about how he likes to work at a haunted house and and you know in, in October. He was trying to get you to tip him, like he like was trying you to tip him. Yeah, yeah, he was trying to like spark up as much conversation as he could. Um, and I could tell about ten minutes in, you know, because he he just kept like he'd go up to a different table do what they need them to do, and they would come right back to me. And it's like, you're, like, you're trying too hard, motherfucker, you know? Yeah. So, uh, he... And so, I, I, after a few minutes, I realized, like, you know, I could ask this guy this burning question that I have, and I, because I'm really curious. So, I asked him, I said, why has everyone been quitting lately? So, he told mm -hmm. me that it was found out first by a couple of people, and then it spread like wildfire, that different people was getting paid different wages for the same job. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So you would have, say, for an example, a, a server who right. uh, is making $4 an hour because that's what the normal wage there. And again, you got to remember, this is a buffet. You know, mm -hmm. the servers aren't doing much at this fucking place. They're coming up and getting your, your drink tab, bringing your drink to you, maybe bring you whatever food that you ordered that's not at the buffet and that's it unless you need I didn't even realize they have food that's like not at the buffet that you can get like yeah. outside of the buffet yeah you can order like uh special burgers and you can order steak that's what i like to do i you can order like steak along with the uh 
buffet and that's like just a few dollars more. That's what I'll probably do tonight actually after the show. But um, so they don't do much. So I guess within the last couple of years, especially during the COVID mm -hmm. era, ever since the mm -hmm. pandemic got kicking, for some reason, now that we're in the pandemic and throughout the beginning and the middle, and hopefully it's coming to an end soon, but it's not for some it, reason, yeah. for some, no, 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 I don't mean the pandemic. I mean, yeah. the, the, what I'm about to say has changed during the pandemic. Right, right. People have become a lot more penny pinching, a lot more selfish, and a lot more people are not wanting to go to work. And it's so right, weird, right. right? Because within these past, like, what, this almost two years coming up here in a couple of more months, we have been given more money just for the fuck of it by the government than yeah, ever right. in our entire lives. But yet, and you, and you know, and then there's other people that's scamming the system and doing the whole rebate thing and getting even more money, which they're going to pay for that down the line, probably. Mm -hmm. But um, it, you would think that it would make people want more money, you know, because a lot of people I know spent their fucking stimulus checks. I didn't. I saved all of it up, uh, and I still have them. And, um, you know, but instead what it ended up causing was people around here, where I live at least, to be a lot more selfish, a lot more penny-pinching, and, and just doesn't want to go to work. So I, I'm feeling that more so than ever – they, they, this guy was telling me they've always had this type of problem because it's a buffet and it's not a regular restaurant and you don't have to rely on the servers that much. So they've always had a problem with a lot of customers coming in and not tipping or maybe just tipping like a dollar or something, which, you know, that's not good enough. Um, but I guess throughout this, this pandemic, there's been even a lot more people coming in, buying food and then not tipping at all. So I guess the powers that be at Ponderosa decided, well, the people that is valuable to us, we'll just uh, we'll just give them extra money, you know. So yeah, then this guy, this seventeen-year-old kid, told me that he mm -hmm. made that he's making ten dollars an hour plus all of his tips that he just gets to fucking keep. Oh wow! Oh, wow. So I can imagine. If I was working at that place doing the exact same job that a fucking 17-year-old kid was doing and I was only getting 3 or $4 an hour, yeah, I can imagine that people... You'd probably get like 7 Maybe. Probably between 5, maybe, maybe 5 and 7 Let, Let's be realistic. That's probably yeah, what you get. No, I guess what I mean is, is that if I was just one of them, if I was just a normal person and I wasn't of... Any extra value other than an average Joe Schmo that would go in there and, you know, get hired in. And if I found out I was, you know, I'm making $4 an hour, this 17-year-old kid over here that's doing the exact same shit that I'm doing is making $10 an hour plus tips. What? Wait, I just thought of something. You, okay, here's the deal. If they were to bring you in, you would actually be more valuable, and I'll tell you why. You would be more valuable because your employer would file for a kickback from the government because you're a disabled worker. Yeah. So they would would automatically be getting a break. You know, they'd be getting extra money in their pockets, be it a tax yeah. break or be it an incentive bonus for hiring a disabled person. So you right there would be one of the more valuable employees. Maybe. <clears throat> but that's not my point. The point is, is if, if just any of them, the normal people that, you know, normal, it, yeah. 
I and you know, and I don't know this. Maybe you do because I don't know nothing about the legality of situations like that. Isn't that illegal? Like, can't they get in trouble for doing shit like that or not? You mean you mean paying different rates, paying different wages to different people for the same for the same yes. job with the same yes, job? That is, yes, that is not that is not legal. Yeah, I didn't think so. So it's like. It's a no wonder all those people quit, and I wonder why none of them ach- attempted to report. Oh, them. dude, if they go, I guarantee you, if, if they went to a lawyer, they would have a case and they would be set. There's no way that they would not. Anybody would 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 take that in a second. I mean, and also like, <clears throat> I can see it from their point of view a little bit, like. They want to keep the good, the people that is trustworthy. They want to keep the people that are hard workers. So it's like, right. okay, $10 an hour. And that's just what that 17 year old kid was making. You know, these other people, they might be making more. They might be making they 12. Might be. They may, might be making 12. Welcome back, everyone. We had slight technical difficulties. Sorry about that. As I was saying before we cut out, uh, there was, it, it, there, there's got to be legal cases that people could have. And I really wonder. How all the because like I said there had to have been at least seven or eight people that yeah. um that really quit and you're telling me that neither one of them decided to get a lawyer and sue or do something like there had to have been something that happened there's I know there's shady ass shit going down at the Ponderosa but you know what here after the show I'll be going right back down there to eat again so I don't mm-hmm. really care um there's also a couple of hot girls that work down there. I'm only going to say a couple because I think the few others are underage, but the couple that are um, uh, over 18, those they're hot. They're very hot. And I'd like to give them my buffet, my, my buffet of man meat. You know what I mean? I wish we had a badumtisk type of sound effect when I say shit like that. One of these days I'll, I'll have to, you know, get that, uh, get yeah. that working. Well, this is, this is pre-recorded. So can't you just edit in a badumtisk? I may be able to do that. <laughs> anyway. I may do that. So that, that was my Ponderosa story. That's really all I got for right the second. Mike, tell us a little bit about our guest that's coming on here in just a minute. Um, she does have her own podcast called uh, Grit. Oh, shit. What is the name of it? Hold on. Let me go into iTunes and, and get the name of it because I don't remember. Um, oh, that's real good. That's real good of you, Mike. It's um, Grit, Glory, and Gratitude with Mirna Fay. Grit, Glory, and Gratitude. Yes, with Mirna Fay. Okay. What's her name? Uh, Oh, wait, not Mirna. Um, Myrna Fay. Myrna. M-Y-R-N-A. Yes. Myrna. Okay. I I just hope I'm saying her name correctly. Um, I did listen to her. I did listen to her... uh, show today and i did hear it pronounced that way so okay now she um, does reckons the english right yes she does okay yes is she with us yet um let me see she is not no okay she is not with us Um, so i guess we'll just sit here and jerk each other off a couple more minutes until she gets in here i mean yeah that that's the uh you know that that could be the thing um yeah, so so how close do you think you are are to maybe uh, deciding to go with the uh, the 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 fire stick thing that I 
mentioned earlier before we were on the actual show. I'm going to have to think about it for a little bit because I have this feeling that yeah. my, so my cousin called me up the other day and he just randomly started talking to me about the Nintendo switch, which is what he got, what he has. I don't have oh, a switch. I have a PS4. Uh, eventually I'll oh. have a PS5. Go back to it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after yet another technical difficulty. <laughs> Holy, what Mike is? What the fuck? <laughs> Mike, I dropped the phone. We can see up your shorts for Christ's sakes, Mike. Hey, you gotta really? leave all this. We... <laughs> I'm leaving this. Yeah. In. Don't worry. We we gotta leave all this in the, the technical yeah, difficulty. Look at you just plop right back into your fucking chair. <laughs> yeah, what do you expect me to do? Anyway, we're, we're back as uh, after another big technical difficulty. Uh, we have our guest with us. I'm going to answer the quick question that I was trying to answer when we got cut off again, and then we'll let her in. Yes. So uh, I was okay. talking about, we were talking about the fire stick. You were asking why I don't want you to send me another one right the second. The reason is yes. my cousin called me up a couple of weeks ago, randomly talking about the Nintendo Switch, trying to put it over to me. Oh, we got dude. It's right. got Mario Kart. It's got Super Smash Bros. And he is right. I do like those games. And so I, my point is, is I have this feeling, like he's going mm-hmm. to, I have this feeling that he's going to just surprise buy me a Nintendo Switch for Christmas. So oh, let me. And if he does that, then that that'll take up the last HDMI port that I have on my TV. And no, unlike Mr. Normie Hands, uh, Michael J, I can't just swap things in and out uh, all willy nilly. Yeah, but you could have a nurse. You could have a nurse do it. Maybe. So that's my reason why Maybe. I'm not ready to send me the Fire Stick so I can watch all the amazing porn channels. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's. That's it for that shit. Let's welcome in our guests so we can get this interview Let's started. Let's welcome in uh, uh, Myrna Fay. There she is. It's Myrna? Um, Myrna? Myrna. Myrna. Myrna Fay. Did I I'm say sure Myrna? she'll. It's Myrna. I'm sure she'll yeah, correct yeah. us in a second. She is. Okay. There she's. She is here. Hello. I believe she's here. Oh, I'm seeing the. Hello. Myrna, are you with us? Hello. Okay, we do have her now, yes. Hi, how are you? Oh, maybe she can't hear us. Maybe she can't hear us. Let me make sure that... Um, I wonder if she's got okay. us on mute or something. Can you hear yeah, us? Wait. <laughs> okay, now she can hear us. Or something a little bit. There, there we go. Okay, I can hear you much now better now. Can you hear okay. us? Perfect. Yep, yep. Okay. Hello, how are you? Perfect. I'm fine. It's early morning here. Not really early, but it's 6.35 a.m. here in the Philippines. Oh, well, it's 5.35 <laughs> p.m. for me, so. Mm-hmm. I'm 30 so, hours ahead from your country. Oh, okay. So... Before uh, we move on with the interview, I'm having a little trouble understanding the pronunciation of your name. Can you let me know what that is? <laughs> Everybody does. Every host that I've met. Yeah, I, I'm Mirna Fe Agsaulio. So uh, the family name is quite a Spanish name. Uh huh. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for thank you so much for coming on to our show. 
You, thank you. Um, from what I understand, you have a podcast of your own. I, I don't know much about it. I When I interview people, I interview mm -hmm. them from the perspective of our viewers who know nothing about our guests. So would you like to explain to us and our viewers of what your podcast is all about? Are you with us? Hello. Uh-oh. Hello. I'm back. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, uh, you didn't hear the whole thing I just said? Uh, I just think that you were asking about my podcast, right? Yes. I was saying that uh, I interview people from the perspective of our viewers who know nothing about our guests. So if you, if it's okay, maybe go ahead and let us know what your podcast is all about. Yes. Uh, my podcast is Grit, Glory, and Gratitude. It was born from my introspections and spiritual healing during my recuperation period after my spinal decompression surgery last May. So I have a spinal condition, herniated disc, so it was opened last May. And uh, I think that it is a mission of mine to do as well to inspire people who are undergoing dark seasons. And I believe that I'm an epitome of true grit. So that's why I title it that way. And uh, I've cheated that a lot of times. Like even the day I was born, I've cheated that already because I was born without a heartbeat. But yeah, I'm here right now talking to you. And yeah, <laughs> that's that it. Is, so that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe God has really designed my blueprint to be someone to inspire people. And that's my podcast was born. That's awesome. Um, if you don't mind, can we go back to your childhood to whatever you feel comfortable talking about? Can we talk about, um, you, you said that you were born without a heartbeat. That's very interesting to me. I, I'd like mm -hmm. to know more about how your childhood went and uh, other challenges that you may have gone through. Anything that you feel comfortable talking sure. about? I was born a blue baby and I think when I research about it, even when my my the, the two nurses or midwife, I think, is I was born through emergency at home. It was an emergency, and uh, the, my name Mirna and Faye are the two namesakes of the two people who saved my life. Because yeah, like I told you, I was still born still, but with them, with their with their help, I was able to live. I don't know how many minutes did they revive me, but yeah, I'm here. And if you ask about my childhood, well, to be honest, I come from a simple family. My mom was widowed early. Um, my dad was only 35, I think, when he died because he's a soldier. And uh, mm -hmm, because of insurgencies here at the time, he sacrificed himself. And uh, yeah, I'm that's the reason. There's reason why we had a difficult childhood. We were six siblings. My mom had a very meager salary as a teacher. And we were left with, uh, you know, a little, we don't have inheritance. It was just a pension that my mom was receiving. 
So the only thing we could do was to become academic scholars and at the same time, if our time allows, like during weekends or after work, we had to sell any anything like, you know, my mom was a good cook. So whatever delicacy that she could cook and prepare, we would just sell, sell it around the community. And uh, yeah, until college, we, we were academic scholars. So at least we were able to finish a degree, all of us six. That's my childhood. <laughs> that that's an incredible story, and we're just in the beginning of all this. <laughs> that, um, that's only the beginning. I've had a lot of adversities along the way. I'm forty now, and yeah, that forty years. I think uh, it was a journey of roadblocks and everything that uh, normal people would just like give up, but think of killing themselves. Mirna, you're, you're, you're 40 years old, Mirna? Yeah, I'm 40. I'll be 41 on December 19. You are, you do not look 40. <laughs> you definitely do not look it. Not at all. Everybody I, says that. Like, when I'm out with my daughter, because I'm a single mom, she's 18 already, like, they'll be asking her every now and then, what's your mom? She's right there. <laughs> They'd be saying... I thought she's your sister. <laughs> does, your, does your daughter ever have any problems where her boyfriends want to hit on you? <laughs> Start off. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! No, but not really. She's she's not she's 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 not really into that. I mean, she's not been having a boyfriend ever since. But she's she's been dating twice. It's not really that into commitment. She's afraid. She doesn't want to be like me and, and some of our friends right. who got, you know, who got pregnant early. She she has a vision. She has a, you know, yeah. she has dreams. That's why she's trying to do that yet. Right. And let's be honest. Like, and, and this isn't anything against you or anyone else who has had a kids early on in life. But it it is best to teach these younger ones to wait to have kids, right? Yeah, I'm very open to her. I practice gentle parenting and it worked for me for 18 years. I've, I'm proud of it because even though I'm a single mom, she's not been into trouble like other people. I mean, other kids would have done if they grew up in a single parent home, right? Right, right. And because of our openness to each other, I, I'm able to guide her in every step of the way. But I never dictate. Like, I always, when, when there are times that she needs to decide, I always present her with options A, B, C, and tell her what's your objective, what do you want to happen, <sighs> then these are the options, these are the odds, and it's all for you to decide. That's it. Yeah. That's how open we have. And if she ever accidentally got pregnant, you would present her plan A, plan B, and plan C, right? Mm -hmm. And she knows the odds, and she knows how much I suffered. Right. So she doesn't want that to happen. May, may to I ask, May I ask to the again, to the best of your comfort, uh, you can let me know if you're uncomfortable answering this question, what happened to her father? I was an undergraduate like him in another university just beside my university so 
I was only 21 when I got pregnant. 20. 20 when I got pregnant. It's my, it was my first love, first boyfriend. And uh, to be honest, it was a breakup sex. <laughs> you, think that, you think that's when you got pregnant with a breakup sex? Mm -hmm. Because I got oh, tired. Boy. I got tired. Um, you know, my, my family didn't approve of the relationship. So I told him, I I'm tired. I, I don't want this anymore. I, I it is so tiring to be against the whole family, you know. It was the mental health didn't help me focus with with my studies and I was a working student. So and he was so obs obsessive about me. Mm. He he even wanted yeah, he was very controlling sometimes. Mm. No, most times he would just tell me not to go to school because he wanted me by himself. Uh, That's how, yeah. So I, I, I got tired and then we, we, I told him we break up and that's how it happened. Um, my family didn't approve it. So when they saw, they didn't know that something happened. But when my brother saw me with him, even though if they have already warned me that I have to, to end that relationship because they didn't want him, they, they dropped me from school and then transferred me to another university sister school the university they told me that they ever they saw me again with him then it's the end of me they they you know uh I, 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 they'll let me off so i was so afraid that then that thing happened and i got pregnant and they so, asked me to choose between them right. and the man so since we were both not ready and then I've learned that uh, he was being influenced by his by one of his troops who was taking drugs. So even though I, I deeply loved him at that time, I think it wouldn't be wise to, you know, elope with him, even if he wanted me to elope with him. I, mm -hmm. I still chose my family. It's I think it's the best. And I think I made the right decision. Of course. Now, let me ask you this, because this is sometimes how disgusting men can be. Um, when you guys had your breakup sex, do you think he intentionally got you pregnant? I think so, because he told me so. Um, oh. After how many years? Because um, I was estranged from him. They kept my phone at that time when I was pregnant. And we didn't have any communication back then. It was only after seven years, because his wife now looked for me and t was telling me that you should get back with him because he still loves you blah blah and that you cannot get over you or you could try to talk to him and make it Wait, did you say his i'm sorry did you say his wife got a hold of you and told you this no oh. um 2012 he she looked for me on facebook oh it was him who told me that i he wanted me to get pregnant so that I will not break with pain. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, and I don't mean to make this next question cynical. It's going to sound a little cynical. When you, because you said you were 20 years old when you got pregnant, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Was the idea of abortion it never crossed your mind? I'm a Catholic, and I was so afraid of that. Oh, okay. Okay. Just, I was just Even curious. though it totally ended my student career because um honestly i'm a singer I, 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 i'm a singer 
and in school i was always the you know they 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 sent me to competitions and all that i was supposed to be in a theatrical show but everything ended because of me being pregnant so you know it felt so depressing and then my mom didn't want to see me for so many months it was a battle of wits but i was gonna ask that i was gonna ask that that how was your relationship with your own mother after you know she found out you got pregnant but i guess you just answered that because she was upset she was really upset because i i'm the daughter who never let's say i was always saying yes to everything she said like and uh, i was so hungry for her attention so everything i did was supposed to be approved or you know positive in his in her eyes but because of that i i, I severed our relationship she didn't want to see me she i guess because she didn't expect me to do it because i was a good girl <laughs> yeah i understand and, mm -hmm. um, until she died i don't know if she forgave me but she my, my daughter told me that at the time when she was bedridden because i was her caretaker i was the only one who wanted to you know do everything for her like i told you um according to my daughter she told her that i i, I i'm happy that your mom still wants to take care of me even though i she's not my favorite among the six Oh, wow. She didn't tell me directly. I was crying when my daughter told me this because why could she even tell me that she loved me or that uh. and everything that I wanted to hear when she was still alive. But yeah, maybe oh, she's wow. just too proud because she's the mother and I don't want that to happen with me and my daughter. So every time I get, I always tell my daughter, I love you. Because, <laughs> you, you know, every one of us wants to be hearing from our own mom that hey i love you my daughter i'm proud of you and blah blah right and, yeah and i mean I, <laughs> I i definitely want my mom to say i i love you daughter uh, to me i definitely want to hear that mm -hmm. it I would be sad. <laughs> um <laughs> so you said that you're you're one of six siblings mm -hmm. you have five yeah. other siblings um none of them were close enough with your mom that they didn't want to help out at all um our eldest was with us at that time and financially she helped okay mm -hmm. but she's a nervous freak i mean she can handle such situations among us i was the only calm person even though i was watching my mom being you know they were doing cpr to her amber bag and everything in the icu like every day three times she'll be having a heart attack and i was yeah. there my mom wouldn't want me to leave she was holding my hand and i was just like my heart would break my, my, my brain was just like floating looking at my mom gasping for breath all my siblings wouldn't be able to do that. I was the only calm person, although inside I was dying. I had to be strong for her. Of course. Yes. How, yeah. how old was your mother when she died? 67. 
I, I took care of her. She was diagnosed as a diabetic in 1998. In 2004, she got operated. She's a an angioplasty patient and uh, I've been taking care of her from then and uh, she's been giving us support also financial support me and my daughter because of that yeah and also my other siblings were they also help once in a while with finances because she's really you know having a lot of expenses because of her diabetes and uh, being a heart patient but with regards to the time when she was bedridden already, I could do it. Like her two favorite coming to visit and the moment they arrive, they'd be telling her, I will leave tomorrow. So my mom would tell me, let them leave. I don't need them. Why? I thought you missed them because they're your favorite. They're insulting me. They just arrived, and then they're telling me already that they're going to leave. It's so insulting. Right. Me. So that's how it was before. <laughs> um, your relationship with, did you say you have brothers and sisters or just sisters? I have two brothers. I have three sisters. Okay. How is your relationship these days with your brothers and sisters since your mom passed? just fine just fine okay um i'm closest to our youngest okay because we were like twins and we were kids and she fought my battles i am not really a war freak and she was <laughs> that's that's how it was so yeah right. uh i was civil i'm civil with my other i'm okay with my other siblings, okay but i'm really closest to our youngest okay awesome um now you, you mentioned that you are a spiritual person uh i am curious with all of the challenges and tragedies and just the terrible some of the terrible things you've had to go through in your in your life has that ever challenged your beliefs has you have you ever been angry with 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 god or anything like that yes of course i'm just a human being last year i hit rock bottom like as if it's all those prior adversities are not enough. Last year, I lost my mobility. I, 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 it was a struggle for me to get up from bed, to sit down to eat, to walk, because the trigger points would be, you know, there on the butt, on the soles of my feet, and when I exert effort because of my spinal problem, and. It worsened from from 2014 when I was diagnosed only with low back pain. And then from 2018 when I was diagnosed already through the MRI with this chest discarnation. Last year, it was the worst year I've had because I was already collapsing every now and then. And even though I was having therapy, nothing was happening. I was taking three kinds of pain reliever. The doctor didn't know what to do, what pain reliever I should take because it was literally no, doing nothing for my relief of the pain. I couldn't sleep. Literally, I couldn't sleep because I was crying from the, the excruciating pain from my back down to the soles of my left leg. 
So my daughter, who was always with me on the side of my bed, was disturbed as well because I was crying. And on top of that, I was really emotionally depressed as well because I, I broke up with my ex for nine years just that year, like before the pandemic set in. And it was really hard for me. So everything was just so down. And then another thing, bad thing happened as if, it, if those were not enough. I was a victim of scam, internet fraud. And I lost like almost 200,000. That's, that's oh. 4,000 plus dollars in your country. You, 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 la you lost almost $100,000? 200,000 pesos that is four thousand dollars in oh, your country okay 4, okay my apologies for fourth well that's still a lot of money to lose oh my god yeah, yes i think that for my daughter's college supposed to be that's supposed to be her college fund uh, so i wanted how? to send her to the school where i i, I studied Marina, how how did this happen? Did you click on the wrong porn link on your computer or something and you got scammed or what happened? It, it was a romance fraud. Oh, romance fraud. Okay. Oh my god. Um, I guess because um I was so depressed with my ex. You know, I didn't expect that because I thought after nine years we'd get married or something like that. Then we broke up. And uh, when I met this, I I wasn't in my right mind, I guess, because due to my pain, due to my depression, I just wanted someone to, you know, to love me. I thought that I understand. everything would be better on um, so many promises. And yeah, I, was, I got scammed. Any, um, it was really anybody. stupid, yeah, yeah. But I guess he took advantage because I was in an emotional turmoil at the time. And I was in my right mind. I just really yeah. wanted someone to be there for me. Anybody could fall into that situation. Anybody. I mean, and you're right. Like when you lose, when you lose a significant other or for whatever reason, you, uh, it's natural, right? To be alone, to feel alone. And you want to feel something again as soon as possible. Right. Mm -hmm. Did you, you were, there was nothing you were able to legally do about it. You couldn't get a lawyer in on the situation or anything. I haven't been into that, although I had the receipts with me and my phone. The problem was I'm not brave enough. I'm a teacher, and I think that it would destroy my reputation. So, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. I don't understand. You're not. It's going to destroy your reputation to try to get the money back? No, to report to the cybercrime department. Oh. I would, okay. like, I would literally be exposing myself. I see. And then the, the, events, the events leading up to that would become public, probably. Probably with them. And, of course, there would be men there. I, I, I don't know if I can I, do that. Okay, I understand. I get it. Um, yeah, I can totally understand. That's a tough situation. Yeah. It is. I, I didn't get it right. at first. I, I won't be able to go report without showing those evidences, right? Mm -hmm. So they'd be asking me, why did you trust him? So, you know, I'd be I'd be sending them my the screenshots and the screenshots would be showing yeah. very private things. I, I very private and potentially, potentially embarrassing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah, now, yeah. you mentioned you're a teacher. What What do you teach? I teach art appreciation. I'm a, I'm a music arts major and double with physical education. So I teach both in college. It's a state university. And uh, I'm just in medical leave because of my operation last May. So I'm not sure yet if I can go back because my doctor says I can't. My, my left leg is still weak and I cannot sit down for a long time because the the wound and the spinal problem at my back is still giving me pains when i sit down like two hours or more okay i understand well for what it's worth i hope that you heal up good enough to go back to work because you you don't want to i mean you can't just sit on your ass all day right you have to right. go back you right after okay. no more than two hours don't don't sit no more than two hours, right? Um, mm -hmm. You you gotta eventually, hopefully, because you'll go you'll go crazy sitting just sitting there doing nothing, right? All day, every day, like you can't. You gotta be up doing mm -hmm. something, right? Um, yeah. So it's good to, that I have the podcast that makes me busy. I I do write every now and then because I love to write. I'm, I'm planning to write a book. And, uh, awesome. Sometimes I do song covers when I, I'm in the mood. I have a channel out there. I try to upload those. Mm, I have a digital art agency also, digital marketing yep. agency for podcasters. Um, we manage podcasters. I'm a co-founder of that. Plus, I have my own where I'm the, the sole owner, um, the sole co um, founder, I mean. It's a brand marketing agency. I help businesses, startup businesses, uh, professionals to who want to launch their career online. Awesome. That's awesome. I'll have to so get all your links. I'll post yeah. all your links in the uh, write up for this. So then that way. Yeah. I was just you know, going to say, more, so. I, I was just going to say that before we let her go, we'll have to get her to plug is all of your stuff, uh, you know, by name. And like he said, we'll get, uh, he'll get the link so we can sh uh, share that later on as well. Um, in the last, in our, in our final moments together, uh, on today's episode, tell us a little bit about how has your podcast going? How long have you been doing it again? Just last October 20, that was my premiere episode. Oh, just a couple I, of months. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, just last month. I mean, October 20. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I've just uploaded five episodes. Um, sometimes it makes me hard. It makes it hard for me for the technical issues at the same time, my medical issues. So I will be able to publish on time. But yeah, for, for now, I um, think I'm. For a newbie, I think I'm doing well. Uh, somebody emailed me and told me after five episodes, I'm already top 158 here in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great thing because after five episodes to be in top 158 for just like a month or so, like. Yeah, um, that's amazing. Then, yeah, <laughs> I didn't that's even expect that. Right? I didn't even expect that for, for after five or six weeks that you will reach 158 of, for uh, like uh, a thousand more uh, podcasters here in the Philippines. It's really great. 
That's, that and I've been receiving positive. So yeah, I've I've been receiving positive uh, reviews, and people have been messaging me to continue. Some even volunteering to be my guest. It's really heartwarming. What is some of the sub? Like, tell me about one of your favorite episodes out of the five. Like, what was uh one of the subjects, or you know, tell me about that. Actually, I like every story that I've been uploading because all of them equally are genuine and unique in their own. But I love the story of my friend who is a stroke survivor and she was she's left with just her right hand to work with. Half of her body is paralyzed. And that's, I think, the highest rate. I mean... A lot of people wanted that because it was something amazing. I, I you know, when I upload uh, publish episode beforehand, I put out a teaser marketing video for that episode, and they are so amazed that they wanted another follow up on that. They wanted to see how she works with just her right hand. So I told my social media manager to do it, and yeah, we'll be uploading it in my page and in my YouTube and TikTok. Awesome. Yeah, she, awesome. I, I entitled, she's a chef, a mom of two. She's a chef. She has uh, two, I think, two, 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 yeah, two businesses as well on her own. And yeah, I think that's something great, right? Because yeah. she's just using her hand. And I That's entitled amazing. our episode together as a recipe for a new life. <laughs> because That's, I'm on <laughs> That's a great title for the episode. Yeah, I always do say you with my titles. So you you have people come on with disabilities essentially and just tell their life story. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I would I would love to come on to your show someday. Sure, I will send you the podcast form application. Okay, thank you. Um, before we go, I asked you earlier. You told well. You told us earlier how old you were, and I didn't guess that properly. I shall ask you, <laughs> how old do you think Mike and I are? There's no, there's no wrong answer here. Like you don't. I'm not going to get upset if you overguess, underguess, whatever. You can just speak freely. I think you're about, you know, um, Cody, I think you're on your late 20s. And Mike? And Mike, I think she, he's on his uh, 30s. Well, wow, that's that, 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 that's some complimental uh, uh, responses there. I am 35. Yeah. And hey. Mike? Yeah, yeah, and Mike? Um, I'm 42. Oh. <laughs> I I am very um I'm very straight edge. I don't I don't know if that term is in where you're at, but it basically means <laughs> I I don't drink or I don't smoke. I don't do anything like that. So, and I don't have any facial hair. So, I think all that contributes to me looking like I'm still in my 20s. But a lot of people say mm -hmm. that. A lot of people guess me in my mid to late 20s still and hey, that's a hell of a compliment. Mm -hmm. But uh, yes. <laughs> me too. I don't have any vices, so I guess it's the reason why I look young. Plus, yeah, I don't let 
any adversity phase me um that's the reason why i guess i i don't look old unlike my other friends and batchmates when they see me why are you not looking old why are you not getting old i don't know i have more problems than you but i don't know <laughs> you should just like you should just like try to look at them as, with a straight face one of these days and be like because i drank the blood of the children that's why I <laughs> <laughs> didn't see if they take you serious. <laughs> hey, yeah. Anyway, Mirna, thank you so, so much for coming on to our episode tonight. I appreciate you so much as just a human who makes it through so much adversity and tragedy. My God. And you could, the fact that you just have a smile on your face today after everything you just told <laughs> us about your life, I. I appreciate that and I respect that. So thank you very much for sharing your story. Um, yeah, you, you really are a true inspiration. Yeah, I'm hoping to touch lives with my story. And uh, I look forward to coming on to your show and sharing my story. I, uh, I'm i disabled. I don't know if you can even tell, but uh, I, I have a physical disability that was very rare back when I was born with it. And uh, it might make for an interesting story on your episode. I don't know. I might bring the viewers. I don't know. I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Mirna Faye. Am I, am I saying that right? Yeah, Mirna Faye. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Mirna. Come back and send, send us the forums. Send Mike the links. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we go, anything you want to plug by name? Any, any of your stuff you want to plug? Yeah, please search me on any platform. Uh, my podcast is Grit, Glory, and Gratitude. So I'm on Spotify, Apple, Deezer, blah, blah, <laughs> all that. And uh, you can contact me or connect with me if you have you want to be a guest or anything you can suggest of a topic through at miss mirnafe through my tiktok or twitter or um fb page and through ig also uh, my personal is at miss mirnafe but my podcast ig is at miss mirnafe dash shrichi so if you want to be you if you need services for your podcast uh, you can search at Impact Podcasters at the page IG and TikTok. Or you can contact with me as well because I'm the co-signer of that. And if you want to launch as a coach or author or anything that you want to build online presence or you have a startup business that you want to launch, um, just contact me as well. I have a branding marketing agency that's prolific creative. So, yeah. That's all it. Awesome. Thank you very, very much for coming on to our show, Mirna. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I was, was going to say have a good night because it's nighttime here, but no, have a good day. <laughs> right, 7 11 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, you enjoy <laughs> breakfast or whatever you're going to do next, and we will see you very soon, okay? Okay. Bye, have Mirna. Good night. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. That was amazing. Wow. Wait, man, we just keep I'm hitting it out of the, we just keep hitting it out of the ballpark with great people coming on. Well, you, you keep hitting it out with interviews and then I, you know, I bring the guest, you bring the uh, you know. I, you bring the guest, I bring the mess. Um Mirna was such an amazing person. Um 
I will admit, yeah. I, I I was having just a little bit trouble hearing her. I don't. It was uh, partly due to her accent and because uh, I think the audio quality on my speakers isn't that great. But um, I, I nothing on her. That's not not on her. That's more on me. I wasn't prepared. That was the very first. Was that the very first time we interviewed someone? Like from because she said she lived in the Philippines, right? Yeah, she lived in the uh, yeah, and uh, the only other person that we interviewed um, was, it was uh, David. David in the UK. Yeah, and he's just a bloody so cut. We are. <laughs> he's he's a so good he's our bloody second cunt. international guest. He's my yeah. friend. He's my mate. He's a bloody cunt. He's a good man. <laughs> no, well, but so now that's our second international guest. That is our second international. And Mike, we're making a big time. I'm telling you, dude, 20, uh, 2022 looks to be the year of the Rabbit and Red Radio Network. Yep. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was our episode for tonight. I'm so sorry I have to rush. I gotta go. I have no food in my stomach. We are recording this at 6.15 in the evening, and Did I have you not have eaten. lunch? Nope, I didn't get a chance to you have lunch. You didn't have lunch either? You know what? Oh, you know shit. what? Because Berlia just showed up here. Like right before uh, we started recording, so you know what? Actually, no wonder you're actually, in a bad you know mood. Fucker. Actually, you know what? As a little bonus, I'm gonna go out and, and have a little impromptu request. See if she'll come in and explain herself real quick. Would you like that? I'm gonna see if I can get her bitch ass in here and explain. Hang on, just just hang on, just a second. Oh, here we go. You're all in the way. Oh my god, he's a Muppet looking thing. <laughs> I want you I want you to sit in that chair and explain to Mike why you were so late today and why I have no food in my stomach. Oh my god, explain. I don't have no food in my stomach. Because I had. <laughs> hey, look at the camera. Look at you. Tell he's, them missing he's missing his lunchable, Julia. He's missing his lunchable. Oh he my god. He's missing his lunchable. God damn it. He here running his mouth. We're about to be going out to eat. <laughs> 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 it was definitely my fault. <laughs> look at that. Look at that fucker. He's like a muppet on the floor. I love it. I probably should have uh, asked really ahead of time if she wanted to be on the show. Yeah, what? why you do? <laughs> oh, what's wrong with your hair? Not the way you want it. I don't know, how, Mike. How my hair look? How do I look? You look beautiful. Okay, your, your hair looks hair? perfect. Don't worry about. Don't worry about him. Your hair looks perfect. This is actually a pre. I won't be commenting. I I won't be commenting okay. vomit emojis on on this post like he did to you. So no. No, and what? Um, since this is a pre-record, Mike can actually edit your ugly ass face and make you actually look beautiful for Saturday night. <laughs> 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 All right, say goodbye to everyone. Get the fuck out of my chair. Goodbye, chance. everyone. Y'all see how he <laughs> talks to me? <laughs> <laughs> that was really a second appearance on our show. <laughs> ah! Yeah. All right. So she didn't really uh, wait, give a Where good the answer. fuck did you come from? Where I, did you come from? I crawled up through Leah's ass and then I popped out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I was sitting on the I was sitting on the floor next to her, and then when she got up, I got back on the chair. You were because you looked like you were back by the door. No, I was, but then I crawled up to her when I made the ugly face comment. 
Dude, could you see me in the background, like, making faces? She was... Yeah, because I said you look like a fucking Muppet on the floor. Dude, you're like a fucking crippled critter. You're like a crippled critter. I'm a crippled critter. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, I got to go because it's time for me and her to go get something to eat. Uh, But thank you, everyone, for joining us. You are all welcome for the bonus of having beautiful Berlia on tonight's episode for a quick second. That's right. No vomit no vomit emojis for her, you fucker. No, no, not for her. And Berlia, your hair was I'll just fucking, fine. It's brilliant. It really is. I oh, is it brilliant? Okay. Yes. Well. Mm. Okay. That's mm. our show. Heartburn. Thank you, Mirna Fay, for uh, uh, have, being our guest tonight. Thank you to Berlia for walking in and not giving an explanation of why you're so late today to work. But uh, And we will see you. What? When are we coming back, Mike? Uh, I don't know. I thought we were going to be done till January, but maybe we'll, we, you know. No, you know what? You're right. We are done until January. But hey, this was a good episode to end the year on. So, yeah. So we yeah. will be back. I believe we will be back the second weekend of January because the first weekend of yeah, January. Yeah, because, hmm, yeah. I know. He's got hey. a tail in the crypt. And the I mean, hey, Madonna I can't think- do two shows in one weekend. I think everyone will agree with me, quality over quantity. You know, if we do this every fucking weekend, I'm going to be worn out. And I'm not going to be in a good mood. So fuck you, free candy van man. All right. That's our show. Thank you for joining us. We will see you uh, in the new year. End the show. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Few burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.